I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Time to rise and grind. Are you kidding me? Holy on smoke! And let's get this banter going. It's bacon! This is Snowman in the Morning. Does anybody else feel like a fried egg? And it begins now. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. I think I just broke my chair. He did what? Has anybody ever told you you have a serious impulse control problem? There is but one cause for me to follow. Almighty oh, the bum! And here we go. Oh, yeah! The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books. The celebration is on. The Washington Nationals are the world champions. You called it and blanked and blanked and blanked and blanked and are you trying to do? I'm all out of low dirty. Johnson is three-point territory, but got it tightly. Johnson cuts left, now fires a three, and it's good, and he's fouled. It comes. He is Do you believe it? He did what? Hour two. Hour two is here. Cole Johnson stepping aside for a moment. He'll rejoin me at the bottom of the hour. This hour brought to you in part by Monkey Knife Fight. What is that, you ask? Well, it's one of our affiliate sponsors, and it's a site where growing fantasy prop game. It's the third largest growing site in the country where you can play some fantasy prop games. And if you join right now, register use the code snowman they'll match your deposit 100 on up to 50 bucks play some games and win at monkeyknifefight.com use the code snowman and they will match your deposit up to 50 bucks like i said cole johnson will be back in a month back at the bottom of the hour to uh talk dak prescott and more sports but i want to welcome a young lady who is an actress she is a screenwriter and my producer my wonderful producer steve joiner said hey you need to have her on the show so she can Tell her story. Here she is. She's she is Miss Charlie Marie, and she joins me right now. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. It's so good to hear from you, <laughs> and I'm happy to be on. Uh, happy to ha- happy to have you on. What I, I know the Thanks. COVID pandemic has shut a lot of stuff down, but you know, even before that or during that, what kind of projects are you working on? Well, there's one where I'm a detective. And it's called Wicked Ally, and it's a psychological thriller. And basically, my job is to try and find the killer. Um, so it's it's quite fun. We finished the trailer a couple weeks ago, and we're getting ready to start shooting this fall. And I'm just really psyched about it. Oh, man, that, that is wonderful. Do you like playing those kind of roles where you're a detective? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like the kind of more like dramatic roles, um, typically. And, you know, I tend to be kind of more bubbly as, as a person in general, so people yeah. assume I'm into comedy, but, you know, the dramatic roles are really fun. It's like you kind of get that, you know, the energy out, that edge off, so. What's the first, what's the first role you ever had, like in a, 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 a big production? What's the first ever big role and big production that you had? Um, well, let's see, I... I don't know if it was a big role. I was the comedic relief. Um, I was basically a mechanic for this this movie that was based on, you know, this little girl that had cancer and she ended up, her spirit ended up, like, awakening, you know, this, this older gentleman's, mm-hmm. um, like, how he felt about the world, basically. And he was a very negative, grouchy person and her spirit just, like, you know, woke him back up. And I was the comedic relief for that. Uh, that was... That was really fun because it was different. It wasn't, you know, like, it was just the timing had to be perfect. And, you know, it was it was funny. It was cute um, and kind of sweet. And then after that, I'd, I've done more dramatic roles. Um, like I said, the detective. There was one recently where I was a mafia boss's wife. Nice. And, you know, I have to wear this red leather jacket. And I'm like, you know, talking to him like I'm from New York, <laughs> you know. I, I know oh, you got such a kick out of putting that jacket on. 
I know you got a kick oh, out yeah. of that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and the high heels, you know, once you yep. put them on, you're like, man, the shoes can make you conquer the world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Who are some of your uh, Who are some of your role models in the industry? Well, I mean, I have quite a few. Um, obviously, you know, I love Marilyn Monroe. She's I love what she did back then. Um, and you know, Audrey Hepburn, all the great people. Um, but some recent people that I really actually like, um, Johnny Depp, I like the way that he completely immerses himself in different characters. Like, you know, he becomes that person and each character looks entirely different. They move their bodies entirely different ways. You know, I like how he does that. Um, Natalie Portman is one that I look to. She in my opinion, she does a similar thing to what Johnny Depp does, but mm. it's all kind of more emotional. Yeah. And it's like, she completely immerses herself in that character emotionally. And like, she even does like, she'll do, um, you know, if she's, if she's going to be a dancer, she'll do yoga to be able to like get her body in that same, you know, so that it has that same posture for the movie. Um, I think that's amazing. And also a couple people, um, Ashley Tisdale is one of my favorite people and, you know, Scarlett Johansson and Hilary Duff, they have this sort of like, like, it's hard for me to really explain, but they have this just positivity that they, they put everywhere, but they also particularly put it in their roles too. So you can see, even if it's, you know, Black Widow or, or a role where you wouldn't imagine there being positivity, there's that spark in there. And to me, that's, incredible and that's something i definitely try to emulate um and do um even just for myself i think those are a few of like the main ones so how are you getting ready for for this role Who, whom or what do you call on to get ready for this particular role that you're about to do for wicked ally for the detective role it's been more um like honing in on a certain side of myself. Like I tend to be a workaholic and I'm also almost insanely overprotective of my family, of, you know, my children and my younger siblings. And so I, I just like hone in on that aspect of my personality. Um, and it matches very closely with the detective. I mean, like I said, I'm generally like bubbly and kind of like friendly and fun, but I can hone in on different pieces of my personality and kind of like make that my, you know, complete focus whenever I'm on set. So for that, I've been, you know, doing a lot of, actually I've been reading some light reading on like detective work and like security and like different like things like that. Like there was this book I got recently. Let's see. It's called um, Security by Howard Saffir, I think is how you say it. And like Mary Higgins Clark's detective books and, you know, things like that. I've just been like kind of reading again. Um, I mean, I used to love Mary Higgins Clark's books when I was, you know, a teenager. And so now I'm kind of just going back into it and like getting into that mindset, I guess. So that's a major thing. Um, you know, and then physically making sure my posture is straight and all that. <laughs> just like <laughs> focusing on, even when I'm not on set, I keep my posture the way that I, you know, do it for the detective so that it's, it becomes natural, it becomes second nature to me. Um, and then once I'm on set, you know, it'll be second nature so I can focus on the emotion rather than, oh, am I standing the way she would stand, you know? <laughs> yeah you want to make sure you get everything nailed down charlie marie joining me here where are you originally from i'm from san diego california um i have lived pretty much all over the country but i'm now back in in southern california too so you know it's great to be back i've always loved it here (laughs) <laughs> that's great that's great another another person from san diego i've interviewed quite a few people uh from uh, uh from san diego besides the project yeah. you're working on any future any future projects in the uh in the mirror coming up <clears throat> yeah there are a few coming up um i'm honestly not sure how much i can say about the next 
couple. Understood. But Understood. I do have two more coming up. Um, I'm just waiting to hear back for when I can start talking about them right. because, you know, I'm excited about them too. Yeah. Yeah. Understood. Understood. You want to make sure you got to make sure you follow within within the rules. And I I told I, I totally understand that. It's great uh, having you on. This is the lovely actress. Thank Charlie. You. This is lovely actress and screenwriter Charlie Marie joining yours truly for uh, chat today. And I want to thank you for coming on and I want to invite you on on a future show. And I'd love to have you back. Thank you so much. I'd love to be back and I'll definitely keep in touch. All right, that's Charlie Marie joining me. Cole Johnson coming at the bottom of the hour, but I got I got Uncle Smoothie coming up and uh, Chris Williams to help this show run along. Back in a flash. Are you tired of your persistent window issues? Fog inside the glass? Drafts? Are they difficult to open or close? If you have any of these problems, Renewal by Anderson can help. Renewal by Anderson is a replacement window division of Anderson Windows. For a limited time, buy one, get one 40% off. Plus, get 12 months special financing with no interest and no money down. Call 800-214-0296 now to schedule your free window diagnosis. Our windows are made with our exclusive Fibrex composite material. It's two times stronger than vinyl, won't warp or rot, and never requires painting. All backed by an industry-leading limited warranty that covers both product and installation. Call now to buy one, get one 40% off, and take advantage of our special 12 months financing offer with no interest and no money down. Call 800-214-0296. That's 800-214-0296 now. Renewal by Anderson, the better way to a better window. Offer ends June 30th. Not valid with other offers. Minimum purchase required. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for limited warranty details. This is Snowman in the Morning. Where true sports talk lives. He did what? I did not need to be told that. Hour two rolls along. And Chris Williams, a.k.a. Uncle Smoothie, rolls in. Happy birthday, brother. What's going on? (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. You you saw the picture of the birthday dinner that I posted, right? (laughs) I did see that, yes. Looks like you're dining well. Look, I am spoiled rotten by this woman, and I wouldn't have it any other way. You deserve it, partner. You deserve it. How are Especially you? Especially on your desk. Thank you. Thank you so much. How are you holding up during this pandemic? I want my sports As back. Now, <laughs> I'm with you on that 100%. But obviously, first and foremost, safety. Yes. Uh, is the call of duty here. But yep. there was so much mixed information being put out there. Oh, yeah. So it's really difficult to figure out exactly what's going on. Obviously, we do have some sports coming back, but not at full capacity. So we're going to no. try to enjoy as much as we can. Yeah, we have to. We have to. Base, baseball's nearing first pitch. Uh, they eliminated preseason games for the NFL. College football's up in the air right now, although I'm told there may be a conference schedule only. But you know what's weird? I checked out a baseball game with no fans in the stands, and that – made something crawl up my spine i didn't like that now yeah, i'm not make, i'm not making light of why they're doing this but as a man who grew yeah, well, up we with, all know that yeah but as a man who grew <laughs> a up man can figure that one out <laughs> lo- but as a man who grew up with his first love of sport being baseball from right. the days of greg luzinski and daryl strawberry all the way up to frank thomas and ken griffey jr no fans in the stands even though it was a cubs game a a cubs home game and i'm a white Sox fan i mean weird (laughs) just yeah totally different film weird i i don't want to see emphasis on duh yeah weird (laughs) i don't want to see that come college football season safety is a priority do not get it twisted folks no correct yeah. No, don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I joke about this all the time, but I am not making light of the pandemic we're going through. No, but to continue on the joking fashion. When I when we when we were ordered to stay at home and my wife injured her foot and we couldn't go to work together because she had to stay home, and make sure her foot was propped up. I looked at her and she looked at me and I'm going how do I do this without you? And she starts giggling. 
she starts giggling and she go she right. she goes you know you can do this um honey in case you don't know those crutches and me helping you around the house is kind of my job and i want to be sure right. you're okay first and she starts blushing and she says i know right. but you got to keep us you got to keep us afloat i said, i know i know i got to tell you when a man loses his partner to an injury, when a husband loses his wife to an injury and has her out for a while, there's a piece of you that is missing when you're out and about and you're like, wait, how come I'm not feeling right doing this? Well, that shows that true connection between the two of you, and that's a good thing. Because I That gotta, is a good thing. I got to tell you, every day I went to work, felt weird it felt yeah. I, I didn't have my better half with me i didn't have my partner in crime with me it's like well that's why she's called your better half yep <laughs> that's exactly why she's called my better half because it's like wait how come on how come there's only a part of me doing this it's like it's an internal fight but it's not a fight. You know what you have to do. You know why you have to do it. You got all the reasons why you have to do it. And yet when you walk out the door, a part of you goes, can I turn around now? <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that, became, that can become very tough, especially during this time period. Yes. When you really need each other most. Because we, most people haven't touched on the mental aspect of what's going on with yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. You know, there's a scare tactic that's going on. And a lot of people aren't prepared and mentally mm -hmm. it can take them to a place where they can't come back from. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a scary thing. That's a scary yeah. thing. Like you said, with the scary tactic going on, I had Stevie Ray, mm -hmm. one half of Harlem Heat on last Friday, and he said something that you just repeated. Mixed information producing mixed results. Yes. Yeah. That's, it's sad. It's very sad. Those are my two biggest gripes for what's going on. Obviously, this pandemic and you talked about not shedding you know fun on it or because obviously a lot of people have lost family members you know we've lost people that we know but with all that being said my two main concerns are the fear that's always being tossed out mm -hmm. and the misinformation and then i'll add a third one not giving us solid facts on how we can get better it's an immune disorder why won't they allow us to tell us information on how to strengthen our immune system? Which goes back to tactic number two, tactic number one that you Correct. outlined, scare tactics. Yeah, if, fear because, tactics. Because if you think about how this administration is, and this is probably the only political point I will make on this show, but it ties in. Yeah. It ties in. If they gave us the correct information on how mm -hmm. to fight this virus that came from China, mind you, and China was able to get everything together within three weeks. How come we didn't get the same information so we can nip it but in three weeks? Facts. You spin facts, no man. How come we You're didn't get the same information? Let's just uh, look. You know my favorite comedian is George Carlin. He had oh, the perfect. Yeah. He had the perfect line. He predicted this early. The, he were he here predicted now, this in the seventies. He predicted this in the seventies. <laughs> When he yes. kept mentioning sensationalizing things. And with his special in 88, when he did it in New Jersey, same thing. But George Carlin said it best when he said, and I quote, I got this real moron thing I do. It's called thinking. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so many people out here are like sheep. Yeah. don't think. Sheeple. And Big time. led to the slaughter. Yeah. And more of being led to the slaughter. Now, I will say I, I have been ill for four weeks, but it was due to a staph infection. And anyone who's had mm -hmm. a staph infection knows those are painful. Those are absolutely right. painful wherever you get them on your body. The first thing my wife did, and here I go bragging on my wife again, but doggone it, she deserves all the praise in the book for this. When she said I wasn't eating, mm -hmm. she said, get up. I'll help you get ready. We're going to the hospital now. And right. I was in the midst of, of, of training for a new job here at home. And I alerted everybody, look, I'm not feeling 100%. I'm going to the hospital. Yeah. Come to find out. I went to my yeah. doctor first. Come well, to find out. To do it. Yep. They diagnosed it as a, as a staph infection. And then 
when I still wasn't eating, I still wasn't sleeping. And then on top Mm -hmm. of that, for anyone who battles depression and anxiety like I do, for anyone who battles type 2 diabetes like I do, and you're trying to get yourself healthy, don't make them. There are so many people that go without their medicine because they can't afford it. Right. Yeah, it's it's yeah, so a lot of underlying factors that are going on right mm-hmm. now with mm-hmm. people in an uncompromising position. And unfortunately, like you said, the fear, the scare tactics don't help out at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can tell you for that month, for the for the month before I left my my first job here in Carolina. Being without your medicine to regulate you and get you back on your feet. That will be the toughest thing you will ever face, especially if you're like me and you battle depression and anxiety. Right. And it's not controlled. I right. Can, that's not that's not cool at all. No. And on two occasions, on two occasions, including recently, went without for a month. Mm. And when we got situ- when I got resituated, my wife made me promise her never to do that again. She said, baby, if you well, need your I'm medicine, gonna, I'm going to make you make promise me that you'll never do it again. I'm so not doing two people holding you accountable for that. And I got a lot more holding me accountable. And I promise all y'all I will never do that again. Let's get Ever. That straight, brother. Let's get that straight. Ever. Because we need the snowman around. He's vital to what's happening, man. Man. We can really build this thing and, and blow it up. I will never, ever do that again. Ever. I can't yes, do that again. I can't do it there again. Because. I lost a month when I did it the first time and I couldn't get back on the air. And it took me right until after Christmas to get consistent again. Right. And the second time I lost a month was at the top of the summer. And part of that was because of my work schedule changing three separate times. But the other part was my health and it was way out of whack it was way out of order i wasn't drinking enough i wasn't drinking enough water i was worried about everything my gracious this is one reason if you'll allow me to get this plug in this is one reason folks that i'm pushing the patreon because i really want to build this show so if y'all go to patreon.com slash sit morning there is are so many benefits that i won't say here but if you Go to the Patreon page, or if you message me directly, I'll tell you exactly what all of the benefits are. You'll see a few of them, but there's a few more. But be that as it may, you come to a point in life where you say enough. And I'm waiting for the masses of people concerning this coronavirus to say enough and start fighting back. It's coming. Oh, I know it is. It's coming. I know it is. It's a matter. Because. No doubt about it. Because our government was not prepared. This landed right in their lap. This landed right in their lap. And they weren't ready. You're preaching to the fire here. It landed in their lap. They weren't prepared. Nope. A lot of misinformation. Mm -hmm. And on top of the misinformation. Our government, for some apparent reason, likes division. Yes. They like fighting back and forth. They like Democrats versus Republicans. We like this state versus that state. Mm -hmm. And it causes so much division, and that leads to a lot of misinformation. So you have certain states that are all out of whack. Certain states claim they're in good shape. But at some point, we're all in this together. Yep. Yep. So you would think the government wanting things to get back to normal as as some have said others have not and you just think about if nothing unites this country sports does you would think you would think the government officials and i'm gonna say this as true as i can you would think the government officials as much as they like to attend sporting events would get off their asses And deliver the correct information so we can say use three weeks, nip this in the bud, put a vaccine together, and be done. Right. Well, I know I've listened to you previously 
you were under the impression you wouldn't start. I know you were, were adamant about the league as far as NBA not starting, but we'll see how that works. Do you think have there's to. a possibility we'll start and maybe shut down? Uh, you think they'll finish the season? What is your theory on that? Start and shut down. Mm. Start, and, start and shut down. Because when this happened, when they closed up shop, I said put an asterisk on it and get ready right. for the new season. Shut it down. Get ready for the new season because you want everybody to be healthy. You want the players and everybody associated with the players, the coaches, the media, the fans. You want everybody to be healthy, which in turn goes back to our government officials not getting up off their rear ends and making sure this pandemic is under control. Mm -hmm. OK, I feel like George Carlin It dropped in their lap and they weren't ready. And this is not the first time. This is not the first time this has happened. Right. But if sports is supposed to unite this country, and I believe it does, you think they'd be the first ones to act and make sure well, there were I no casualties. The main reason they have started up, obviously, Mighty Dollar. We know that much. Mm -hmm. Now, I do think they'll force feed the action with the NBA. I think they'll push it through unless one of the major players like a LeBron James, yep. Giannis, uh, maybe Kawhi Leonard comes down with it. But yep. I, I honestly feel if one of those guys does come down with it, they it's, won't tell it's, it's done. If one of the big three comes yeah. down with it, it's done. Yeah. And but I'm, I doubt if they tell if they do. Yeah. I really think they'll, they'll put that under the rug and try to finish it through. But I think they want to force feed the action. I'm pretty – pretty sure the NBA is going to put together a little bit better than what we've seen with baseball so far. I think yeah. they have better fan noise. If you have some pictures, honestly, now I did see something up in Boston recently where the fans can purchase maybe a cardboard cutout of themselves mm -hmm. to see things. I saw that. Now I haven't seen that anywhere just yet, but there's different ways they want to try to generate revenue. But I think they're going to try to do a better job than what we've seen thus far. Because like you said, it is so. weird. It's very dry. They need to bring some more energy to it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Because this, it, it, it's got to be stopped. Okay? This <laughs> should have been stopped a while ago. Yeah. But now we're going on 120 days with this right? thing. 120 days? Man, if this was any other time, especially during the golden era, do you know how much more we would have suffered for 120 days without sports? You're right. It's if, sad. It's it, a sad state of affairs. And it has come to a point where it's become a dictatorship where we're going to just tell you exactly what you have to do. Yep. You have to follow this to the T. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, this is just my opinion. This is a smoothism or criticism. I just feel like there's somebody behind the video screen yep. laughing. Yep. Saying, look how we got them doing this now. Look how mm -hmm. we, <laughs> look look how how we, we have them scrambling. Not, look, right, at, it's, it's look how we have them scrambling. I totally, uh, I totally agree with that. Look how we have them scrambling. And you're like, how? What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. But it's great that you have people like ourselves who can rationally think and talk things through. But we don't have enough people who are doing that. Yeah, we don't have enough people. We don't have enough people doing that. At my old job, I've I pissed a lot of people off during the <laughs> pandemic. I pissed <laughs> a lot of people you, no, off. Man. Not you. You know Come what? On. My wife makes the same joke. My wife makes the same joke. <laughs> Not you. Not the birthday she, boy. <laughs> she, she would. She uh, she would. She, we'd we'd go in and she'd look at me and she goes. Oh, she'll she'll go. Okay, how are you gonna mess with people this time? I said I'll think I'll I'll think of something. I'll think of some way to be goofy. And oh, one my of my goodness. friend one of my friends would come in and of course they enforce the social distancing rule. She comes right up to me, and I, I think of her as my <laughs> daughter. She comes right up to me, and right. she says, hey, Pop, I reach around, and I give her a hug. Yeah. Uh-oh. I got a couple it's of side eyes for that. The, it's a flag yeah, on the that's play. Yeah, and that would be a personal foul. 
that would be a that would be a personal <laughs> foul. I gave her a hug. My wife gave her a hug, and people are looking at us with the side eye, going, "What are you doing? What do you think I'm doing? I'm hugging uh, my child." Did, did they put both of you? They put both of you in the penalty box. Where, where did you have to go? I How many free throws were shot on this on this violation? Three. <laughs> How about three? <laughs> Uh, how about a penalty? Oh, how about a penalty goodness. shot? All right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And, and I got now, yanked aside. About- I got yanked aside. Uh, sir, you have to practice social distancing. In four words, that is my daughter. Wow. Now think about the battles people are having over math, no math. Again, back to the division. Yep. And just people just arguing, being angry. And, and is it worth the anger? Is People it, getting beat down for not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen. Yep, so it's, seen it's, a lot of it. There's a lot of things going on out here that are very questionable. Yeah, and that's saying the least about it. Oh, brother, that's saying the least about it. Uncle Smoothie joining me, Chris Williams. I know I'm going to have him back many, many times over as we logically talk through and fight through this pandemic. We hope you all are too, man. I enjoy having you on the show. I got to have you back another time. I have to. No question. Always a pleasure. Listen, Snowman, happy birthday to you, fella. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed your day thus far. I did hear you order a drink. I did understand (laughs) you want to have people guess what drink. I just like the way you roll that R when you ordered that drink. You didn't know you were still on live, but I love the way it was rolled. You know, that's classic Snowman. Uh, And I should have known. That's what I got my Frappuccino. My birthday is on... (laughs) Is on Saturday, so you we're in the same that same area. So you got two good dudes. So there you go, Uncle Smoothie's up to bat, July twenty fifth. So again, we got love in the month of July. Absolutely, absolutely, my man. I love you for it. I love you for coming on. Thank you so much. Hold up, Snowman. You know what you got to do for me before you sign off. It's oh, this you mean this? You got to give me there's, some zinc. There's there's give the ritual. There's a ritual that. Uncle Smoothie and I have, and I and I did it the first time he was on. Dave Zinkoff is one of my favorite PA announcers, as well as his. And I love the fact when I love when he introduced Julius Irving, he would say, Julius, the Doctor Irving. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Philly. Now, I want you to work on this one. I don't know if you're prepared for it today. Try me. The next time I want Chris Williams, six four guard from Philadelphia. I don't know how you can swing that, but you can work on that. I, I want to know, know me well. He don't know me very yeah. well, do he? There you go. That's <laughs> my man. Six four guard from Philadelphia, and you can even say Chris Smooth wins. But make that happen for me. It's not this time. Next time, done. The next time I have like you on, it. I will have your intro. Appreciate it. Done. <laughs> Cole Johnson returns after the break. Excuse me, I know you have a nine o'clock, so I'll keep this short. I'm the business suit in the back of your closet. You wore me nearly every day before your office went, quote, casual. I used to be the CEO of your closet. Now I'm just that one intern no one ever talks to. I always thought you'd circle back with me, get granular, keep me in the pipeline. But nada, nothing. Don't you remember the McKittrick presentation? You spilled coffee on me, and I still looked amazing during the breakout talkback Q&A. So, I think it's time for me to move on. I've got a great resume, and I absolutely crush it in interviews, okay? Let's make this a clean break. Shift the paradigm. The only thing I ask is that you think outside the box here and do this. Take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. This is Snowman in the Morning. Where true sports talk lives. He did what? I did not need to be told that. Hey, folks. We are creating a new website for the show. Right now, you can visit our show page at snowmandigitalmedia.com slash SITmorning. Unfortunately, we had uh, some hackers get into our old site, snowmanofthemorning.com. We are working to get that rectified and get that back up and going. But uh, we hope by the end of the year that it does. But in the meantime, you can visit 
uh, snowmandigitalmedia.com slash SIT morning, or you can visit sdmsportsnetwork.com slash SIT morning. Hour two with my co-host Cole Johnson, and I'm going to look, I'm going to have my co-host go from zero to laughter in two seconds when I say the following name, Dak Prescott. Oh, good Lord. His, <laughs> his, his name is almost becoming just as infamous as mentioning Gerald Jones's name. Oh, my, oh my gosh. All right. What did this fool do now? He wants money that, in my opinion, he hasn't earned. I figured if we're going to close the show, we're going to close on a funny subject. And I'm saving the real funny subject for tomorrow, which, of course, is the NBA. Our full show will be on the NBA tomorrow. Had planned for it oh, today, yeah. but we're going to do we're going to make it a Thursday in NBA romp because there's so much going on with that. But I figure, like I said, we got about mm, 20 minutes so I figure if I'm going to close the show, we're going to close it on a note that needs to be closed on. And I didn't have you on um, Monday because uh, the storm happened with everything and, and everything. But I'm going to give you the floor and have you offer your thoughts on Dak Prescott wanting money he didn't earn. And I'll roll out the red carpet right there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's how it goes. <laughs> So you have this quarterback who so happens to be the quarterback of supposedly, I don't really believe it, but supposedly <laughs> the number one franchise in the NFL. Yes, financially they, they are worth the most, and yes, they earn the most. But do I think they're the best franchise in the NFL? No. <laughs> no, I don't. But supposedly because they are America's team and 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 they are America's darlings and and they've had this reputation of being that way for the last 40 years, the most premier position in the NFL happens to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. So <laughs> We have Dakota Prescott out of Mississippi State. He really was not really worth much of anything. I won't say he was bad, but he was never great in college. He was good, <laughs> but he wasn't great. So the Cowboys think, okay, we'll get him on the cheap. So they drafted him on the cheap. And they were somewhat set, at least for the next couple of years with their quarterback, Tony Romo. So, unfortunately, Romo, who, well, they had issues with him because they had a porous line. He kept getting hit year after year after year. Finally, they get a line. But by the time the line is any good, well, Romo and the, <laughs> the amount of hits he took, took its toll on him. Yep. Reference the conversation we had the last hour. <laughs> the same thing happened to Tony Romo, except... He was a scrambling quarterback. Enter Dakota Prescott, and he set the league on fire. He, he galvanized the Cowboy Nation. He took them to a 13-3 record and the number one seed overall in the NFC. And everything was great until they lost in the divisional round to the <laughs> Packers at home. But I digress. So people are saying, well, this is our guy. This is the future Cowboys quarterback. Dak Prescott's the man. Number four is the stud. And that was 2016. So the following three years, he's done okay. I mean, I, I can't say he's done bad, but he's done okay. I mean, yeah, he... Led them to another divisional championship. Uh, he actually won a playoff game. So, 
he's done some things, but can I say he is a an elite quarterback? Let me think long and hard on no. <laughs> But here is the problem. You have these quarterbacks that are similar in talent, stature, and experience as Dakota Prescott. You have Carson Wentz. You have, well, a little older, Kirk Cousins. Yep. Uh, you have Jared Goff. And I will focus on him more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. So golf comes to the table last year and he gets rewarded with a big contract with a $110 million guarantee. Yep. Huge. Huge guarantee. Right. And then golf proceeds to lead an eight and eight squad to nowhere. <laughs> and mind you, this was after the Rams went to the Super Bowl. Yep. And they were supposed to be, they were supposed to be better in 2019 and 2018. And they were basically a 1962 Edsel. Uh, and I they mean, got socked in the mouth twice by the division champion 49ers. See, look at that. I didn't even have to set him up. <laughs> they so, got socked in the mouth twice. And what's so bad, he, to, to a side mm -hmm. note here... The first time they got socked in the mouth by the 49ers was in the Rams' house. The Rams scored the first seven points of the game, surrendered the last 20, and went over the second half on third and fourth downs. Please continue. Well, the home L was a more of a beat down the road L. But, yeah, <laughs> no question about that. So, you... you so Dakota sees that contract. Then he sees an extension that, that, that went signed for. And this young lad thinks, well, hey, golf signed for this contract. Okay. Uh, went signed for this contract. Okay. It now is my turn. And since I want to influence the market for quarterbacks going forward, I think I want to have a basketball type of contract. You know, mm -hmm. the, the, the type of contract the NBA is signing. You know, the four-year, maybe 40, for 35 to 40 million, his asking price is 40 million a year. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, four years, 160 million, or five years, 200 million. No, not this 10-year contract crap that you're trying to sign golf and, and Mahomes too. No, I, no, no. I don't want the ten-year contract. No, I want the five-year contract because I want to make sure that my the rest of my years is free. I don't want to be tied to one team for so long. But I want a shorter contract. But you're gonna break me off some cheddar. <laughs> oh yes, and the four-year, one hundred sixty million dollar, or the five-year, two hundred million dollar contract. I want a guarantee. Now, this didn't come public out of publicly out of his mouth, but I know this is how he's thinking. That that the contract, I want a guarantee at least to be more than the one Jared Goff signed for because I know I am a better quarterback than Jared Goff. So the Cowboys called his bluff last year. They said, <laughs> we ain't going to sign you for 40 million a year. You out your doggone mind. So they were supposed to have a contract extension last year. Didn't happen. Nope. They were supposed to have a contract extension this year. Didn't, Didn't happen. happen. What even made it worse for Dakota was that the quarterback that was supposed to set the market did. That's Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations to you, homie. You deserve, you deserve every single penny of every, that contract that you signed he for. He earned every single piece of that contract. Yes, you, you, you deserve that and then some, my friend. So the, the quarterback that's supposed to set the market did. Yep. Now you know that Dakota's coming and saying, hey, look, you, I, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he has a $140 million guarantee. He signed for a 10-year extension. He's going he's gonna to get at least 450 He possibly can earn $500 million with his contract. Now, I'm not saying that I'm that because I haven't won a Super Bowl yet. 
So I understand that. I've won a Super Bowl. So I'm not saying that I'm on Patrick Mahomes level. I'm saying I'm on the level below him. So if I'm on the level below him, come on. This dude is getting over $40 million a year. I can get 40 That's the perfect mark. That's the perfect number for you. You've got it in your salary cap. Come on and sign me. And look, the short contract, you know, that's supposed to be cap friendly. Oh, it's not? Oh, I really don't give a crap. Come with the money. I'm deserving of it. Four years, $160 million, five years, $200 million, with a, at least a $115 to $120 million guarantee. <laughs> that should not be hard for you to do because you got that bum out in L.A. who is not even worth his contract, and I play better than he has. And guess what he has done? Well, guess what he has done that I haven't? Want a playoff? Get Oh, that's right. <laughs> he beat me in the playoff. My bad. <laughs> yes. It sounds just as ridiculous and, and horrible as I have just described it in front of the gentleman. Because this who has only brought the team one playoff victory and two divisional crowns and is coming off of a season where, yeah, he over five yards, robust in saying that. Yeah. Only one quarter over five yards, and one and that one quarterback was the only one who threw for more yards last year than he did. He did, be- he, he did better than every other quarterback, including Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the quarterback that threw for 5,000 yards in, in, in 2019, Jameis Winston. All right, so let me continue. 5,000 yards almost, 8 and 8. And they had the division wrapped up. Twice. They could have coasted Twice. into the postseason with a 9-7 or 10-6 or 9-7 record. I mean, they could have easily coasted. Mm-hmm. But what does Dak do? Does not show up when the team needed him most. Which bye was... bye Cowboys, and for Gerald, basically bye bye big time money that you're asking for, Mr. Prescott. Sign this franchise tender, please. And the game where they <sighs> needed him the most that would have sealed the division was Thanksgiving Day. They mm-hmm. could have they could have gone yep. two games above five degrees, and they got socked in the mouth at home. It's embarrassing to 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 want to go to ownership and think I can get this. I'm putting up stats. I've given you divisional titles. I've won one playoff game. I'm worth it. <laughs> oh, by but the- you showed <laughs> in November, December of this past year, you choked that you're not worth it. You choked. <laughs> Three wins they had in their pocket, including Buffalo at home, where they led seven nothing after the first drive, and they threw them all up. And oh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes has set the market. You know who's going to, and and I'm going to make a lot of people angry, but the the fellow that's co-hosting with me will understand where I'm going with this. You know the next quarterback that's going to get a well-deserved extension because of the results he brought in? Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Mm Mm-hmm. Gonna, uh, they didn't think he was going to they, – they, they didn't peg him to take the team to the Super Bowl just yet. Mm-mm. So, yeah, he, he's, he's going to get an extension too. I mean, you sign Kyle Shanahan to a six-year extension because of what he can do. The 49ers were basically a year away, two years away if you want to think about it, because most of them picked him to go 9-7. and seven. They went 13-3. and three. Garoppolo was only picked to be mediocre. He came just shy of 4,000 yards. He threw just shy of 4,000 yards and took his team to the Super Bowl. Mahomes got his extension. Mm -hmm. And the next quarterback that's going to get a huge extension because he's earned it 
it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, they have him on lockdown for the next three seasons, but they're going to tear that up and work a new one. They're going to tear that contract up and work a new one. Long as he stays healthy, long as he leads his team, long as he wins playoff games. Oh, by the way, Jimmy Garoppolo, two playoff wins in one season. Dak, playoff, Dak Prescott, one playoff win in four. For those of you who didn't hear me at the old Texas Stadium, I'll say it again. Jimmy Garoppolo, two playoff wins in one playoff season after a horrific ACL injury. Dak Prescott, completely healthy, one playoff win in four seasons. Oops. So I, I find it laughable. I find it funny. I find it amusing that that Dak wants this, this, this brakes truck roll to his house and family members of his are getting in his feeling, getting their feelings, saying, well, my team was the Cowboys, but the way that Gerald's treating, treating my, my family member, I'm not going to be rude for the Cowboy. You think the Cowboys really give a crap about that? <laughs> See, business-wise, they, ha- they actually have to sign other talent as well. Like they, I mean, Dalton. they can't just simply roll so much money to the quarterback that they <laughs> that they abandon every other position on the team. However, if it was a situation like a Patrick Mahomes, yes, like a Jimmy Garoppolo, like a what's another situation that's close to it? Um, Russell Wilson. Yeah, like a Russell Wilson, or if, if or if Drew Brees was about uh, 10, 11, 12 years younger. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're dealing with that type of talent that you know can put up numbers and win playoff games and even give you Super Bowl victories or come close to giving you one, because Mah- of Garoppolo's case, Mahomes. that was not his fault. Ten point lead, middle yep. of the fourth quarter. Mah- he doesn't play defense. Let's see, Mahomes. Breeze, Garoppolo. What do they all have in common? They appeared in the Super Bowl. I'm not putting mm-hmm. golf. I'm not putting golf in that equation because he's regressed. I'm not putting Prescott yeah. in that equation because he has he has only won one playoff game in four seasons, and he hasn't been to an NFC Championship game yet. Nope. So <laughs> at least produce that, and then maybe maybe we could talk having money of that magnitude brought to your front door, but. Come on, dude. You even know better than this. Now, I am of the ilk that a player earns as much as an owner's willing to pay him. And if and if Dak could coax Gerald to give him that money, you know what? I'll tip my cap to him, give him a side eye and say, you know darn well that he didn't deserve that money, but you know what? Hey, you hey. Dax Nation found a way to have you dig in your pocket to pay him that much, so he must be worth that much to you. More power to you. But on his face, like my co-host, like my co-host said, one playoff victory in your, and you have been once to a divisional round, you're on one there. So you haven't even seen the NFC Championship game unless you're watching on TV, much less the Super Bowl. And that right there is the measuring stick for a quarterback getting broken off chatter. And there's only one quarterback that is earning $40 million a year. Patrick Mahomes II is the man. And guess what he has done? Besides the Super Bowl he won last year, he was a coin flip from going to the Super Bowl the year before. Mm-hmm. Oh, and on, so and on top of that, <laughs> and on top of that, on top of that, can you say Super Bowl MVP? Easily. I mean, this man earned it. I mean, this man earned every single can, penny he deserved can, to. He deserved to set the market. Can you he say Mahomes deserves to set the market? Can you say Super? And he's young. Same with Garoppolo. There's like a two year difference between Mahomes and Garoppolo. They're young. Mm-hmm. Offensive yeah. lines, young. Done. Legion of Zoom That's on right one side. Gold, Legion of Zoom on one side. Gold Rush on the other side. That's right. 
Uh, I forgot both those lines are young. Yeah. Oh, they're they're young and they're hungry. They're young and they're hungry. Oh, and he, oh, and here's another thing, Mr. Prescott. So that line that Romo begged the Cowboys' brain trust to to create, and they ended up creating. Most of those pieces are still there. <laughs> and you have a stud in your backfield who is broken off now. Yep. So he, he isn't playing he isn't playing with a sour taste in his mouth. Mm-mm. He's gotten paid. Yep, he got paid. The front line is pretty much there for you. Mm-hmm. You have your number one weapon in Amari Cooper. <laughs> So tell me why you went eight and eight last year, sir. You weren't injured. One play, one snap. <laughs> but you think you deserve forty million dollars a year? And you coming off of an eight and eight season, my friend? Huh? Make that make sense, sir. <laughs> Please make that make sense. I'm waiting. Oh, and and let's let, let's let's do this. Let's let's add this. Okay, everybody's you know talking about Ezekiel Elliott and uh, how much of a stud he is, and he is a stud. Do not get it twisted. He is a stud. Here's he the problem. He he's de- he, he's definitely a stud. Here's the problem. Prescott cannot operate without him on the field. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> You know that campaign of throwing almost five thousand yards? Yeah. You, you know you, you know when I said in another program with Snowman in the Morning that Garoppolo could throw for over four thousand yards, but you really don't want him to throw for that much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You qualify in that same category. And you are you're a living proof. You threw for almost five thousand yards. Yep. And the team <laughs> didn't perform worth anything. Oh no. Oh no. So, so yeah, uh, you need bad... to have a stud running game to help you out. Um, and when it doesn't help you out, you are exactly what you are. You are exposed for being a QB that relies too much on his athletic uh, skills and is flustered in running a smart offensive game plan. <laughs> can't do it, sir. I want you to do it, and I'm not a Cowboys <laughs> fan. I just want to see good. I just want to see good performances. Yep. You haven't been able to do that, San Twenty One. <laughs> Put Twenty One in the backfield. You're good. You can you can do your play action. Mm-hmm. You can throw for three hundred yards even with with Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. You you you're fine if you can run with play action. But when the play action is not respected. They know that you're going to drop back and throw 50 times a game. And those wonderful staffs that you claim to have, they're hollow. <laughs> H-O-L-L-O-W. Throw for 5,000 yards for a team that just went 500, and they shouldn't have been. Because yep. they should have been better than that. They should have walked away with that division. The division was yours the first week of the season. When you smash, when they smashed the Giants, when they smashed that they hung thirty-five mm-hmm. on the Giants, they hung thirty-seven on the Eagles, and yet they wind up eight and eight. The fact you let a depleted team throughout the regular season skunk you, and then they go on to win the division. Mm-hmm. That right there tells you. What you need to do. You need to go back to the drawing board. You need to be happy that the Cowboys are willing to give you a franchise tenor, which will make you, you will earn close to $32 million a year. Be happy and prove you yourself. Should, yes, you should be happy that you're getting the franchise tender from them and improve that you're worth $40 million. <laughs> but the four years that you have played in the NFL, sir, you're nowhere close to worth. No, you know nowhere close to earning <laughs> that much with the play that you have look. Performed. Dak nowhere Pre- near it. Look, we got about ninety seconds left. Dak Prescott ain't Jimmy Garoppolo. He sure as hell ain't Patrick Mahomes, and he's nowhere close to Lamar Jackson. And don't even put him in the category of Russell Wilson. Okay, uh, and I said this um, when I flew solo on Monday. 
for the second half of the show until you decide to prove that you are worthy of being the Cowboys franchise quarterback Mr. Prescott shut up should just shut it up and I say that to all and the quarterbacks up too. Uh, yeah thank you thank you we got to get out of here want to thank everybody for tuning in Cole Johnson thank you very much I appreciate it I look forward to talking to you tomorrow when we go in on the NBA and we're going to be minus guests again check out our patreon patreon.com slash SIT morning go to snowmandigitalmedia.com for all of our great programming I truly appreciate all the birthday wishes yesterday and all of the ones that are still coming in today even though y'all are late now I got to get ready for another show with Ron Peterson till tomorrow have a great day God bless remember to make your next move your best move and always remember if your dreams don't scare you then they are not big enough dream big do bigger we are and we hope y'all are too I love you snowman out